Here we go again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Celise. And we are on episode two mm-hmm. of season two. Yes. All right. Sorry about last episode's little video mix up. Hopefully yeah. this one works out. We're trying it. We'll get it together eventually, I swear. Eventually. So what happened was <laughs> um, we hit record, but it was on an audio timer. And no, we didn't an auto know. timer. Um, oh, I said audio <laughs> timer. Yeah, she did. What the fuck? Um, I'm not even, I haven't even had a sip yet. All right. Anyway, it was on the auto timer <laughs> where it shut off after a certain amount of minutes. Yeah. So it didn't record our whole episode. But good thing we have our mics. So our mics were still recording. So mm-hmm. our episode wasn't a total loss. But we just didn't have all the video for you guys, which kind of sucks because it was pretty funny. Um, we were making faces and things like that. So it would have been nice to have it. But it is what it is. Again, this is a work in progress. We're trying our best. Um, but yeah, so take two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if it doesn't turn off this time and it continues to record for us. But worst case scenario, you're getting the audio anyway. So right. not a total loss. Yes. All right. So we're going to do a wine as usual. Mm-hmm. We have a little fantasy game. This or that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk all about once Upon a Broken Heart by Stephanie Garber. And we mentioned this last week, or two weeks ago, sorry, um, that this was a book that we were excited to talk about. Um, book two is coming out later this month, mm-hmm. so we're excited about that. Um, but yeah, so before we even talk about that, let's yeah. do wine. <laughs> and we're actually sharing a wine for yes, the first are. time. I don't think we've ever shared a drink, right? No, I think I was pregnant the whole time so yeah, yeah i couldn't yep all right <laughs> i was pregnant all of season one yes, you up were. to it and then <laughs> so this one is tattoo girl it's a white riesling um i don't mind rieslings i like them because they're on the sweeter side yeah we'll see that's all it says on here there's nothing else mm-hmm. um so let's go for it. Tattoo girl. Yeah, tattoo That's girl. That's actually a it's really a pretty, pretty bottle. Bottle, yeah. Yeah, I might actually keep it. All right, cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's good. Oh, yay. Oh, yeah. I can That's do exciting. That. Okay. It's not like apple to you. A little bit, but I think most Rieslings taste a little apple-ish. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Huh. I didn't know that. I don't know. None of I don't know that. if that's like a thing, but I mm-hmm. feel like to me, it's like a lot a of like the white, yeah, mm-hmm. the white wines like this, like the cheaper ones mm-hmm. are apple crispy-ish. No, this is really good. Cool. All right. So we're going to do the this or that fantasy edition, right? Yes. We're doing the fantasy edition in honor of our fantasy YA book, right? It's YA. It's more yeah, YA. I think anything. it is YA. I feel like it's a YA fantasy. Yeah. So this or that fantasy edition. So I have a couple questions. Okay. You got to pick which one. All right. Very first. Harry Potter or Hunger Games? Harry Potter. <laughs> that, <laughs> I, I knew you were going to do that. This one is a little bit trickier for me because I absolutely love Hunger Games. But Harry Potter is just like, you can't. Yeah. 
It's a we love, don't yeah. support J.K. Rowling. No. Bitch. But. But. The story mm-hmm. of Harry Potter still. We just can't. You, you know. can't deny the story. I know. <sighs> we're not going to go there. No. But yeah. Harry Potter for me too. Cool. Okay. Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. For I sure. Yeah, for sure. I love, don't get me wrong, Game of Thrones, love it. It was good, but yeah. But Lord of the Rings. Like, Lord of the Rings happened so that Game of Thrones, you know, like, they they I did agree. it. Um, werewolves or vampires? Werewolves. <laughs> vampires. <laughs> I don't know. I'm always going to go for anything other than vampires. <laughs> I don't know. I have a thing against them. It might be the whole Twilight thing. I don't know. You need a Twilight marathon. I need to get over it. You do. Supernatural or grim? Hmm. I'm going to go with grim. I'm going to go with grim, too. Yeah. Um, okay. The Chronicles of Narnia or the Golden Compass? Chronicles of Narnia, because I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Never read or seen the Golden Compass. So I've seen the Golden Compass and I really like the movie, but I've never read it. And I read some of the Chronicles of Narnia. So I'm going to go Chronicles of Narnia. Now this is a good one. Because okay. you're not going to... I would love to know your take on this one because okay. you don't know either one, I don't think. Twilight or True Blood? Ugh. <laughs> They're both vampires. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with Twilight because... I've only seen Twilight, never mm. read the books, and then mm. the other one I... Nah. So I've actually read both. I haven't read the whole True Blood series, but I have it here, and um, I'm going to go Twilight. Come on. Is I was going to say, is that really rough for right? you? Is that up for discussion? If you've um, seen I think show. I, I mention it like every other episode. Um, okay, Star Wars or Star Trek? Mm. Wars. Star Wars, yeah. Star Wars, all the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. This might make or break our friendship. Oh, my God. Marvel or DC? Really? Solis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the person who never sees DC movies. <laughs> Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Marvel all the way, 100%. I love Marvel. Yes. Um, X-Men will be... My favorite all-time Marvel series, show, whatever you want to do, Marvel, like, I love X-Men. I love Rogue. She's my favorite. Um, oh, she was my favorite growing up. She's my absolute favorite. Um, this, um, Outland- Outlander or Pride and Prejudice? I only know one of them. Neither. I've never read either of them. Never read either of them. Never seen the movie or the show of Outlander. Nothing. I know. I could say that for Outlander, but Pride and Prejudice. I own Pride and Prejudice. Have never read it. I do not own it, but I love it. No. And when I'm feeling sad, I will watch Pride <laughs> and Prejudice. It's really? one of my go-to movies. Wait, does it lift you up or does it make you more sad? No, it, it makes me feel all fuzzy inside. Oh. I love Pride okay. and Prejudice. I had always Mr. planned Darcy. on reading it. And Have you seen the movie? Never. I know. Come on, everybody knows the carriage scene when he I don't hand and like <sighs> I do not know that. Well scene. that was the last one and that was disappointing. Sorry. See what I do? <laughs> she deals with my crazy antics and I have to deal with her not knowing Pride oh and Prejudice. God. Like Sorry. Hi, yeah, yeah. Alright, so we did our wines, we did our game. Mm-hmm. So let's get into Once Upon a Broken Heart. By Stephanie Garber. 
Yes. Okay. I think that's how you say it. I, I would have hope a look so. here. Mm-hmm. So you can see, hopefully, so if the video is working. Right. <laughs> you can see. <laughs> it's so pretty. Yeah, this is the Barnes & Noble edition. Even mm-hmm. the inside of it is like, yeah, I know. I'm obsessed I don't with have it. the book. I only have the ebook, but I'm going to get the book. Yeah, it's really cute. It's really pretty. I need it on my shelf over there. Yeah, and then book two, I think, is black. So it's like a nice little contrast. Ooh, yeah. I have a lot of black books. So do I. Yeah. I we need some color. Come on, authors. Do some color. <laughs> Liven it up. All right. So you have a little snippet. Of- yeah. It's like a one sentence on what this book is about. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So it's about a young woman who has her heart broken. Mm-hmm. And she seeks out the help of this supposed evil prince of hearts. Mm-hmm. That is all. Okay. So, what I have, (laughs) because I devoured this book, it was so good, and I cannot wait for the next one. So, Evangeline, right? Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, I butcher names I love that fucking name. So, I butcher names here, but this was one I think I got right. So, Evangeline just wants to stop the wedding of her first true love, or who she thinks is her first true love, Luke. Right? Yeah. Okay. Because I butcher names. I got to double check. Um, so she seeks the help, as Jenny said, of the Prince of Heart, who is one of, um, what they call the fate, fates, fates or fated, fates, 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 Fates. um, (laughs) and it's said that if you seek help from one of the fates to always promise less than you can give Mm -hmm. for the fates will always take more, do not make bargains with more than one fate and never fall in love with the one. So, um, Evangeline, um, Luke is getting married to her stepsister, and she's like, what is going on? He's my one true love. Um, she doesn't really have anyone. She lost both her parents, so now she only has her stepmother and her stepsister, and her stepmom isn't, like, the nicest to her. So, Luke was that comfort for her Mm -hmm. when she lost all the people that she loved. Um, so she seeks his help. And, of course, um, the prince is going to help at a price. Yes. He says, I will help you, but in order for me to help you, you have to agree to three kisses. Yeah, of my choice. Yeah, of my choosing. Um, He would be the one to, he'll randomly be like, okay, I want you to kiss this person. She would have to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And knowing that there's, Something, you know, this is a bargain, basically. She has to be very careful as to what she's agreeing to. So she's like, yes, I will let you choose three kisses, even though the only person I want to kiss is Luke. But I will allow you to do this as long as you stop his wedding without killing anyone. Mm -hmm. That was something like she made very important because she knew that if she didn't say something like that, he can choose to do basically whatever. He can stop the wedding by killing everyone, right, you know? Because right. that's stopping, essentially stopping the wedding. Yeah. So she was just like, as long as you don't kill anyone. Yeah. For some context, he, mm-hmm. there are a bunch of these fates. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what I found really cool about it was that people knew about these fates because they were part of like these deck of cards. Cars. They got trapped inside of it. Yes. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. And 
um, they're in these cards and you know about each one of them because you can read about them on their the cards. On their but cards. But none of them are good people. Mm-hmm. They're just bad people. You can't mm-hmm. trust them. There's the rules like Celise mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to be careful about what you ask right. for and how you bargain with them. So she wanted to make sure. She was like, please don't kill him or kill mm-hmm. anyone to stop this wedding. So he was like, all right. So she gets these tat like scars. No, he bites, he her, bites wrist. her. He bites her. He like bind the the their little deal or contract. Mm-hmm. And it's three broken hearts on her wrist for the three Which I thought kisses. Was really cool. I thought that was super cute. And it's the three broken hearts to um show the three like things that she has to do to like fulfill their bargain. Oh, and the kisses because he's a prince of hearts, and he was known to be the. The fate who had his heart broken, heart broken. His kisses are actually fatal. Yep. So if he kisses you, you die. Done. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, of course, she agrees to this. And at a price, he did stop the wedding. Yes. By turning everyone to stone. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, my God. What did you do? This is not what I wanted. How am I supposed to be with my one true love if he's a... A statue, essentially. And now all these other people are statues. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the priest, her stepsister, her stepmom. Yeah. Like, she's like... This Everyone isn't. in the wedding. Yeah. She was like, this isn't what I wanted. So, um, there was a goblet there of a poison that in order for them to come undone from being statues, someone had to take their place. So, she was just like, this is my fault. I'm going to save them. Thinking that if she saved them, someone would save her. So she drinks this poison or whatever. She turns to stone and she knows she's stoned for a long time. She just doesn't know how long, but she's like, she's in a state of just like, she can't feel anything, see anything, taste anything, but she, her mind is still there. So she knows that she's a statue and she's just waiting and she's like, Luke is gonna come save me. He's gonna figure it out. So, I love that chapter, by the way. Of her just like, yeah, yeah. Like, who would think to like write an entire chapter? And it wasn't long. No, it was, it was a like few a pages, couple, maybe, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. not even, of her and, and how she felt mm-hmm. being trapped. Mm-hmm. She like, was like, I can't feel or like, um, like she was knowing that, knowing that her mind is there, but she couldn't yeah. feel her body. Like I thought that was amazing. <laughs> it was such a good chapter. So then one day she's in her mind. She's like, oh, I'm trapped in here. I can't feel anything. But then she starts to feel like a sensation somewhere. Mm-hmm. She was like, wait, I can feel this. I can start feeling things. And then yeah. um, she comes to basically. And it's the poisoner. Yeah, like the um the potion master or something mm-hmm. for the castle around there where she is or something right. like that. He's the one who had the antidote yeah. for her turning into stone and he gives it to her. And she's she's like looking around thinking, you know, either Luke or her stepmom or her stepsister would be around and they're not. So she's like, How did I even get here? And he said, I wasn't it like the Empress? She, he said it was someone, yeah, but he I, didn't go into details as to who it no, was. I don't think it was the Empress, because I think it was a whole separate mm-hmm. thing, because of all the people that were there. Right. Like, the town was there, but the people closest to her really weren't. Yeah. 
Um, so he frees her and she finds out that she's been stoned for about a week. And during that week, it was the week of terror or mm-hmm. week of horrors or something. Where while she was stoned, all the fates had came into town and there was a brief like war kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then whoever was in power at the time lost their power and now they have the new empress who's yeah. there. Which I thought was kind of interesting because didn't they say that all these fates were like you didn't really know where they were? No, they were and they just gone. came and all of a sudden after she, she turned stone. into stone. Mm-hmm. So that's still kind of a that's a question that so I So I have an answer to that. <gasps> you do? Yeah. So I don't know if we want to go further or come back to it. We can come back to it. Okay, Let's just remind me. Okay. Just, okay. Write a note I'll write, or something. I'll write a note. <laughs> but yeah. So I have a theory as to why the okay. fates um, all came out when she turned into stone. Am I right? Probably not. But it's just a theory. I okay. So I have none. So <laughs> so all the fates were free. There was a war, and then some of the fates got banished to the north because of this war. And the empress, um, and her is it her like sister? Mm-hmm. It's the two sisters, right? Yeah, they're sisters. So now it's the empress and her sister that have basically taken over power. So then, um, Evangeline runs into her step sister mm-hmm. <laughs> and Marisol uh, Marisol and um, Marisol is just like oh my god we've been so worried about you we're so happy to have you around um, but Marisol doesn't look that well she looks kind of run down and sad and um, Evangeline is like what's going on and she kind of confides in her and says that you know she tried to get married to Luke again and the what he wound up getting mauled by like a wolf on the way to his wedding. So now she's <laughs> called the cursed bride. Yeah. Because these have been two weddings that have to have been called off due to like a traumatic event. Yeah. So now she's the cursed bride. So at this point, Evangeline is kind of back and forth between do I trust Marisol and my stepmother Agnes Mm -hmm. or do I not? Did Mm -hmm. they do something to Luke? Did they not? So she's kind of back and forth. She doesn't trust her stepmother, but Mm -hmm. her her stepsister Marisol, she's kind of back and forth like there's no way she could do anything like this to to me. She's too Mm -hmm. sweet. Mm -hmm. And then at other points she's like, but wait, like... Because when they Luke tried to was, get married again, yeah. she was like, hold on. Yeah. They tried because, to get married again? Because Luke was in love with her. They yeah. would, you know, um, send letters to each other. She would sneak out to meet him. And then one day, he just, like, abruptly was like, I'm going to marry Marisol. And she was like, what And she didn't fuck? even think they even knew, knew each, each other. other. Yeah. So she was just like, what is going on? Yeah. He must be under a spell or something. Because, you know, magic is something that is talked about in the book. Um, and it's not something that's like hidden or mysterious. It's kind of mysterious, yeah. but they know that there's magic. Yeah, so they like, don't have it, but you can right, create magic. Right. So she's like, he has been bewitched in some way because there's no way he would just like up and leave me mm-hmm. and then try to marry Marisol twice and not come to save me. So she's feeling like really hesitant on whether or not to confide in Marisol 
or even to talk to Agnes about it. She feels like maybe her stepmom did something to him mm-hmm. because, you know, they don't really get along. So now she's found out that Luke has left yes. because he wants to figure out a way to get rid of his scars from being mm-hmm. mauled by a wolf. And also, he feels like he's cursed, and that's why they haven't been able to get married. And so, he wants to make sure he can lift a curse and become his handsome self again so that him and Marisol could get married. Um, in, the same, in the same breath, um, Evangeline is called to the castle where the em- empress are, and empress is, and, and her sister. And her sister. <laughs> And they want her to be the ambassador of their city or whatever to go to the north mm-hmm. because there's an event called the... It was like the night... <laughs> uh, uh. No. no. <laughs> I forgot what it was called. It was something, night something. Night something, but it was something before it. It was N-O-S-N-O-T-Y. Nocturnal? Something Not- weird. But it's a big celebration. <laughs> yeah. It's a celebration where the prince of the north is trying to find a wife. So what he yeah. does is he observes all these women that come mm-hmm. to come marry him. And he observes them. And after each night, he'll ask five of them for a dance. And that's what he does every night until he finds his bride or someone he's yeah. going to propose to. So he can't officially gain his throne or become king until he has his queen right so this is like a never-ending kind of cycle until he finds his bride-to-be so the empress is like we can't go because during the week of horrors or terror uh the empress sister donatella Mm -hmm. and the prince of hearts got into it and if Donatella goes to the north, it will bring war. That's all she said was like, it will bring war. So we want you to be basically like our stand in and yeah. you try. But they um, don't tell Evangeline this. They no. just say there's somebody there that if I see them, it'll cause a it war. It will cause a war. That's so it. she is like, you know what? Luke doesn't love me. He loves Marisol. I could become a princess if they, you know, prince falls in love with me so maybe i have a second chance at true true love basically because really essentially all evangeline wants is a fairy tale like her parents had Mm -hmm. her parents really loved each other um their mom was from the north her mother was from the north her dad was from the south supposedly i feel like he was kind of like north i'm so interested in my dad and all his little shops he had a ton of different shops Mm -hmm. and one of them was hidden even from her and i already think i know which shop it is i'm so (laughs) excited because i hope it's in the second book yeah because they don't mention it Mm -hmm. so he owns four and a half books that's what she said books and she named or shops shops Mm -hmm. She named all of them, and then she said there's one that's even a secret from her, and Mm -hmm. then we hear nothing else. Nothing else. And I'm so excited. But then when she goes to the North, there's, like, a shop. I'm going to just jump ahead. There's a shop that's closed, and it looks like it's been closed Mm -hmm. for years. Yeah. So I think that's her father's, 
you know, yeah. hidden shop that she didn't know about. But anyway, going backtracking. <laughs> Let's go back. <laughs> so um, her dad owns all these shops and, you know, her parents were really in love and, you know, would tell the fairy tale of how they met and how his dad thought she was like a, a an uh, oddity an oddity but something like within the in a well right because he heard her voice in like the well and thought she was like a water spirit or something something like that so it was love at first sound because he heard her singing or something but it was a cute little story and they would tell her this all the time about that's how you know they met and she was just like i want a fairy tale story like that i want a first you know love at first sight kind of thing so she's hoping that will happen with the prince so she was like well Marisol kind of got a shitty end of the stick because of me. You know, I ruined her wedding. I ruined her chances with Luke. I'm going to bring her to the North with me and maybe she can meet someone and have a chance at love too. Or at least get away from being cur- being named the cursed bride. Or the Which bride is crazy. She took so she brings your her- man. Yeah. She took your man. <laughs> she was in love with him and she took her. Yeah. Him. Like... Yep. Why are you so nice to her? <laughs> because Sorry. it's her fault that her wedding didn't happen. She didn't know if Marisol was at fault for it. She didn't know. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't, She's, really. She I was would... in love with mm-hmm. Luke. Mm-hmm. And then Marisol just went on and tried to marry him. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so she was like, I'm going to bring my stepsister with me. And we're going to have a grand old time. And I'm going to find my one true love. That's how I think Evangeline is. She's yeah. like, no. Like, I felt like she wasn't a dumb character. You know, sometimes you're, like, these YA, she like... ditzy. I didn't think she was. I think she kind of is. I think she's so oblivious. She wants a fairy tale but, but that's so the bad. Thing. She wanted, like, that love that her parents mm-hmm. had. I feel like she just... She wasn't dumb. She just wanted that mm-hmm. love, and she was forgetting everything else. Mm-hmm. She, was, she was putting blinders yeah. on, basically. Mm-hmm. I can see that. But at times, I feel like she's, like... Like Snow White? Yeah. Yes. Like, there's, like, little hummingbirds all around her. Um, So they wind up going to the north, and that's where she saw, you know, she's looking around, and that's where she saw one of those, Mm -hmm. the that particular shop. Because there's actually, in that shop, there was a book that her parents, of a story that her parents always told her, but she never got to, they never got to the end or they couldn't remember the ending. And it was the archer and the fox or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was like the ballad of the fox or the ballad of the archer. And the Something fox. like that. Mm-hmm. It was really cool because she said that her mom would tell her this story all the time. But every time she got to the end, she would always forget what it was. It was. But that's kind of what the North was. All of the stories from the North mm-hmm. would come to life mm-hmm. pretty much. When somebody told it, something different would happen. Right. So it's almost like almost like playing telephone too. Like some of the stories got lost in yeah. translation. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the stories. Um, and a lot of the stories you couldn't know the ending because some of them were not cursed, but there was like a spell put on them because some of these stories had truths to them. So they were kind of hidden. At least mm-hmm. that's what I got yeah. from it. So what that particular story no one knows how it ends because maybe there's truth to it maybe there's a hidden secret within it so to me that was a big like for me because i'm like what is that any other story Mm -hmm. why doesn't anyone know i was like trying to figure it out okay it's a fox her last name is fox Fox. yep 
And then, who's the archer? Yes. Yeah. So that was something that I, I, every time I heard about it, I'm just mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is this story? So she winds up going to the north and she goes um, to the very first night. Yeah. And this was supposed to just be like a quick gathering of him just meeting the girls, not necessarily uh, the prince. Um, it's supposed to be uh, Apollo. Yeah. He's just meeting the princesses. They're supposed to come one by one, introduce, and then the festivities kind of begin. Um, and while she's there, she notices that the Prince of Hearts is there, Jack. And... She is scared. She was like, oh, my God, if he sees me, he's going to make me kiss someone. Mm-hmm. So she's like super, super nervous about it. Um, at the same time, she meets another girl, Lala, who um, had like dragon scale dress and yeah, kind of was, was like really swaying cool. to herself. And she was kind of like, you know, off to the side. No one was really paying attention to her and no one was paying attention to Evangeline. Right. She felt like an outcast. Every time she would try to meet up with someone or enter a group, they kind of shunned her. Mm -hmm. So she was like, oh, maybe I can become friends with this person. And then she wound up being super weird and was like, oh, I would (laughs) have brought... Super weird. Yeah, yeah, because she came, um, eventually yeah. came with the two drinks to, like, introduce her. And she was like, hey, do you want one? She was like, are you going to... Are you going to poison me? She was like, and she drank both from both. She was like, oh, one of them could have been poisoned and the other one could have been the antidote. That's what I would have done. I would have been like, fine, bitch. I'll take both of them. I was like, Jesus. But they wound up becoming friends. Um, And this is the time where she meets the prince, too. So they go up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she sees the prince of hearts, Jax, Mm -hmm. and he sees her. And I should have, like, thoughts. (laughs) He sees her and is like, um, I thought you would have been married to Luke by now. Right. And she was like, no, you had him mauled by, by a, a, a wolf. wolf. And he was like, yeah, no, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And then he tells her, let's go see Apollo because he's the first one I want you to kiss. Yeah. And so she's, she's like freaking out. Yeah. She's like, fuck, I'm going to kill him in front of all these people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to die. So mm-hmm. they go up there and he's like, if I really wanted to kill him, I wouldn't be going up there with you. Mm-hmm. So they walk up together and the Prince Apollo, he's kind of arrogant, mm-hmm. taking pictures, not getting, even really. Getting his like, portrait done. Like <laughs> not even weird. paying attention mm-hmm. to anybody. And he turns around, talks to her. He's still a little bit rude. Mm-hmm. This, I found it a little bit brazy. <laughs> so she's like this, like, sweet young little girl. And all of a sudden, she just, like, runs up to him and gives him and a kiss. kiss. Like, yeah. she was like, oh, shit, he's going to turn around and lose interest in me. Mm-hmm. Let me just kiss him. Not knowing if he was going to die or not. And yeah. she just went ahead and fucking kissed yeah, him. Yeah, because uh, um, Jack told her, if you don't, if you don't kiss him, mm-hmm. then you die. So her heart was racing, right. she, and um, she was just like, oh, my God, if I don't do it, then I'm going to die. But like you said, she didn't know by kissing him, he was going to die. So right. she was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to take gonna the do it. Just going to do it. Um, oh, we we didn't mention the arches. And I feel like that's... Oh, yes. So when you enter the north, there's these huge arches um, of va- the Valors. And yeah. they were the first, like... I want to say, like, settlers Mm -hmm. or, like, people with magic and powers and things. And they created these big arches um, 
to that you enter and in certain parts of the north there's right. gonna be like these like doorways with these arches so um something to mention is that every time evangeline goes through one she feels like she hears something yeah. and she feels like the arches are telling her something or just voices so before she meets the the prince mm-hmm. she had went through one of those arches and she heard it again yeah um and then she went and met it him. was so like things that i don't even remember what they she would hear but it was mm-hmm. almost like so glad you're finally here, here. happy mm-hmm. to see you mm-hmm. things like along those yeah lines they always seem excited for her to for be her. around yeah. yeah so she um kisses the prince mm-hmm. and jack kind of like grabs her and he was like okay gotta go yeah and he was like don't look behind you and she's just like what the fuck does that mean of course i'm gonna look behind and she notices that he keeps like rubbing his lips. The prince. The Apollo. prince keeps rubbing his lips almost like in a daze kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he keeps doing it and doing it. And she's just like, okay, what does that mean? So Jackson Hara runs out. And then I forget what happens after that. They So I think after they leave, he explains to her what happened to Apollo because mm-hmm. she did, still didn't know what happened. So right. he basically became obsessed with her. Right. Mm-hmm. So he just wanted to be with her and she didn't really know what to yes. do with that. Because when they kissed, he kind of he kind of like held on to her mm-hmm. and he was getting hot like he, and he was he like grabbed almost her like, again and like yeah. pushed her closer and mm-hmm. almost like in a possessive more. kind of way mm-hmm. and he didn't want to let her go. So Jack kind of like I think pried her off of him. And then they ran out. And, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think after that, it goes on to um, her and Marisol, Evangeline and Marisol. Like, it skipped a day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're exploring all of the north. Mm-hmm. And eventually, sketchy Marisol mm-hmm. runs off on her own, disappears. Right. We don't know what mm-hmm. happened to her. Then I think Evangeline finally finds her they go back to the castle and this is where they start to get ready for that big ball the big ball yeah yeah mm-hmm. where he's gonna dance dance but he's gonna choose four or five you know girls Something to like dance that. with mm-hmm. which he doesn't <laughs> no he doesn't but um not to get sidetracked there's um if you ever saw harry potter you would know that gossiper like the chick that would like write in like go- gossip columns yeah there's a man who does that in this. There's um, two. There's two, but they almost have like the same last Maybe name. Maybe they're related. Yeah, they have the same last name, different first names. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, um, he kind of like spreads truths and rumors all within it. Mm-hmm. And during one of those posts, he mentions how Marisol has been asking around about different. Um, potions to make possibly her sister turn into a statue again and that she's been going into different parlors Mm -hmm. and different um bookstores looking for um spell books and when um evangeline and marisol go back to get changed into their dresses the books that she sees are what she thinks are cookbooks. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, the thousand spices of whatever. Because she's a baker. Because she she's a baker. So she's like, oh, they must have it confused. You know, maybe she had went into an odd spell witchy craft 
bookstore thinking mm -hmm. it was, you know, a store. She saw books and thought it was, like, cookbooks. So she went in there accidentally. So she's, like, trying not to, like, think about it. But it's still in her, the very back of her mind. So they're getting ready. And so she tells Marisol, oh, I forgot my gloves. And she goes into her room to see about those books. And that's how she confirmed. She was like, oh, they're just cookbooks. Yeah. People are crazy. They're trying to set, you know, make me go crazy and make me think that, you know, my stepsister isn't who she says she is. Because in the back of her mind, she thinks she's crazy. Yeah. Because, again, why did Luke fall out of love with her? Mm -hmm. So that in the back of her mind, she's just not sure right. if her sister is someone she can really, really trust. And she's very, like, sad, like, oh, poor mm -hmm. me. They're still talking about me being the cursed bride. Mm -hmm. So she, she's making a good effort at making herself seem like right. the victim. Mm -hmm. um, so they eventually get to this ball, and um, Apollo chooses somebody to dance with mm -hmm. and Evangeline's like well I guess he's not interested right. in me so mm -hmm. I'm just gonna walk around whatever and then she turns around and he's basically on his knees proposing to her that I thought was hilarious and rushed, I was like what the fuck I thought it was hilarious for the simple fact that she when he first showed up and he's walking towards what she thought was her, mm -hmm. and then she was like, "Oh, he's gonna oh, yeah. ask. Me, he's gonna ask me to. That. He's gonna ask me to dance." And then he curved <laughs> left, and it's Psych. another chick. He's. Like, I forgot who it was. And he was like, "Will you dance with me?" Kind um, of thing. Serendipity. Yes, and <laughs> so. Everyone starts chuckling and laughing at her because she's all like, she did like yes. a little curtsy to get ready for him to like come and dance with her. But, he went, to someone, but he went <laughs> to someone else. So then now she's like embarrassed and she wants to leave. And then not even two seconds later, he comes and he proposes to her like, excuse me, sir, you just embarrassed me in front of everybody. So I thought that was funny. But she said yes. <laughs> she's she's crazy. She definitely said yes. Yeah. But there's a whole plan. Like, mm -hmm. she understands that she needs to see this guy. She knows that Jax made her kiss him for a reason. Yeah. So she knows she needs to kind of, like, follow through all of this. On top of that, she wants her own fairy tale mm -hmm. love story. Yeah. So she goes ahead and says yes. Um, she ends up, I think it eventually goes to the next day there's kind of filler stuff in between mm -hmm. she tells apollo because he runs into her room like freaking out like after sleeping for a night right she slept for a night she was tired he runs into her room and it was like are you okay like i haven't seen you yeah he saw he starts getting super like obsessed. obsessed he was seeing to her Outside her window every night, no matter if it was... And it was towards wintertime. Like, they, they were just entering mm -hmm. winter. So, one, one day, she stood outside her window. And she was like, her her face is getting frosty from just listening to him. Because she was she said that it was penance. <laughs> oh, my God. For kissing him. She was like, I have to suffer <laughs> out here, too. So, I'm just going to let, you know, freeze to death as penance as he's, like, singing me ballads from the fucking balcony. <laughs> so, then, one day, she tells him to, like, come up. And this man climbs up the tower. She was like, you could have taken, like, taken the stairs. She was like, you could have taken the stairs. 
taking the stairs. You're gonna fall and break your neck. He was like, no. And so he climbs up the fucking tower into her room, and then that's when he was just like, oh, you know, I'm worried about you. I need you to stay close to me, and that's why he brought her to that particular tower. I think that's what you were getting. Um, at. he even got a tattoo of her name <laughs> with on like his chest. with like swords. swords. Yes, <laughs> I thought that fucking scene was hilarious how he was describing it yeah because just think of someone who takes love to like the hundredth percentile like craziness Mm -hmm. like and she didn't even give it up to him no she gave him a kiss (laughs) this is from one kiss so she was like oh you know this isn't true love he's not really into me it's you know the prince of hearts is the one who who did this because of that kiss it made him obsessed with mm-hmm. me. This she was just like, you know, um, when this curse or whatever is lifted or broken, he's not gonna love me anymore. So she's trying to also find as much comfort with him because she doesn't wanna be lonely. Yeah. So she was just like, you know, I'm gonna enjoy this for as long as I can. So that's why she brings him into her room too. Because she's like, I'm I'm I don't have anyone. So she was just like, let me just, you know, entertain this for a little bit. And plus this man was freezing himself outside singing Ridiculous. songs. So while he's there, she asked him questions about the arches and, yeah, the, and the valors. And the valors. Mm-hmm. Now is this before Front Fortuna or after? I feel like that that was after. So yeah. before, right before that, she asks Jax to meet with her because really she wanted to break this curse. Yeah. She was like, I can't deal with this motherfucker like singing to me daily mm-hmm. and climbing up the fucking balcony <laughs> to be with me. So I need you to break this curse. He said, no, mm-hmm. you're going to marry him first and then I'll break the curse right if you really after. want it. Mm-hmm. But then he wants her to um, complete his second kiss. His second kiss. So mm-hmm. he takes her to the Fortuna castle or mm-hmm. whatever to meet with the Fortuna, whatever her name is. Yeah, <laughs> she was like a grandma-ish kind of... Um, Woman whose yes. granddaughter was one of the princesses mm-hmm. that was trying to get Apollo's attention to get married. And here came Evangeline from the South who took it over. So the grandma's super pissed. Yeah. She was like, you know, my granddaughter was the one who was supposed to get married to him. Mm-hmm. You took it away from her. So Jax tell, tells um, Evangeline, you need to kiss her as soon as you can. Um, I don't care if it's like her face, her hand, whatever. You need to kiss her, and um, this is gonna help me. So she winds up kissing. You know when they do the introductions or whatever. She, she did like up, a swerve. She yeah, said, let she, me pet your dog. Yep, and then <laughs> kissed her. She was like, "Oh, it's so great to meet you." And she kisses her cheek, and it changes her demeanor like immediately, immediately, because she went from bitch to I love you. Yeah, to like a sweet old grandma. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. make you cookies. <laughs> So <laughs> she was like, um, so she she basically I felt like would do whatever Evangeline asked of her. Mm-hmm. So Jax was like, oh, we want to go into your vaults. Um, can you take us? And when he asked, she was like, no. So she still held on to some of her willpower. Yeah. And she was just like, no. She and fought it hard. She did. So then he was like, Evangeline, you got to help me. 
So she was like, oh, can you show me your votes? And you could tell, like, in the story, the grandma was like, I want to say no, but I can't. So they wound up going to the vaults. That's where another form of arches were there, ones that were supposed to be destroyed, and they weren't. And Evangeline says that when he sees them, you could see, like, he had hope in his eyes for a brief second, and then it just, like, diminishes. So we don't really know what the prince is looking for, what Mm -hmm. he wants. Um, we only know that his kisses are deadly. He had a broken heart. And there's only one woman who he can kiss that he won't kill kind of yeah. thing. So I just I just don't know, like, what the stones right. part of that is. So they, so they went into the vaults. And you could tell he's, like, looking for something but isn't outright looking. Yeah. Um, he's trying to be sneaky about it. So Evangeline is like, I can help you. Let me know what it is you're looking for. And I can look for it too. And he's like ignoring her. And so finally he was just like, oh, ask grandma where her stones are. Grandma. Grandma. Where tuna. Yeah. Where the stones are. So when, but she notices that the, I keep calling her grandma. She's like losing um like the the magic the, the magic is yeah. kind of wearing off because she's like what am i doing in here like she's talking to herself so then when evangelina is like hey where are your stone your collection of stones can mm-hmm. i see them she turns around she was like wait i know who you are you're from the prophecy you know um she would come with rose gold, rose gold crown or something a like crown that. of rose gold yeah and evangeline her hair is rose gold um so then (laughs) Jax was like oh we gotta get the fuck out of here yeah and she was like i know who you are and she tries to kill her Jax winds up knocking her upside her head and um that's when uh before she gets knocked up upside the head she was like you're gonna try and open up the is it the valor arches yeah or the arches of valor yeah the valerie arch the valerie arches She was like, you're going to try and open it up. I can't allow you to do that. So she tries to kill her. Jax knocks her upside her head. She falls to the ground. They run out. So when she meets up with Apollo again and he comes up the tower. and That's when she starts to be like, oh, do you know the story of the arches or anything? Before Mm that she had gone to the library Mm -hmm. and there was a door there and it was for the Valors. Yes. But it was locked. It was locked. She couldn't get into it. So that's why she was asking. And the person who like, you know, uh, probably like the librarian kind of, of the, of the library there. He was just like, this hasn't been opened in years. The key was lost long ago. There's no way to get in. And she tried, you know, a, a lot of times trying to open it. Mm-hmm. So she was like, maybe Apollo will know some informa- more information. Yeah. So Apollo tells her about the prophecies yep. and how there's two different versions of it. Um, Which I thought was super cool yeah. that in order... F- so he tells her... One of the versions is that in order to open a door or the arch, you had to complete all the lines of the prophecy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she only knew right now one line, which was what Fortuna had been chanting about the rose rose gold gold Mm -hmm. hair. Mm -hmm. So that's the whole Apollo. So it's a little foreshadowing where Mm -hmm. it's like each verse of the prophecy 
prophecy is a piece of the key. Yes. And once each piece of the prophecy is, you know, brought to life, it really happens, then that's one piece of the key that is formed, basically. Mm-hmm. So if all of these events happen as the prophecy says it's going to happen, then the key is going to, op- you know, they're going to have a key and they're going to be open, yep. be able to open the arches or whatever. So throughout the book, that's basically what starts to happen parts of the prophecy starts coming true. Yeah. First it was she would be, you know, crowned in rose gold. Then it would be um, the next one. Okay, so the next one is she would become princess, peasant to princess. Mm-hmm. Which so, she did. Which she did because Apollo and her they do get married. married. Mm-hmm. And on their wedding night, um, she... The whole day, she was like, he's going to kiss me, and the the spell is going to break, and he's going to mm-hmm. hate me, he's not going to love me anymore. And here is Apollo, he's like, oh, it's going to be, you know, our first night together. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, I can't wait. So she's trying to, like, prolong having yeah. to go into the bed chambers, you know, because, you <laughs> know, what happens. <laughs> so he was like, <laughs> so she's trying to prolong it so she's like damn so she tries looking for Jax to mm-hmm. see you know why hasn't he lifted the curse yet so then she can't find him so she finally goes and she meets up with Apollo <laughs> and this man is oiled up on bed <laughs> he is he does waiting for her I guess they say he had only one thing covering him yeah Oh wait, don't he? She did see um, Jax. Oh, she did because okay. he did um, give her some of his blood to break the curse. Oh yeah. He said, "Now that you're married, whatever. Mm. If you really want to do this, you can do this." She, he was like, "But you're gonna regret it because you're gonna break his heart, or mm-hmm. he's not gonna like, he's not gonna like it, or something like that." He's gonna have a broken heart. Forever. He's gonna have That's a broken heart forever. But she, she felt like that would be better than him living a lie. Yeah. Um, so she wanted to break the curse. So he's oiled up, ready for her in bed. And she was like, I need a drink. <laughs> so she goes over to the goblet and she drinks some wine that's there. Mm-hmm. She says it tastes bitter and nasty. And she's just like, fuck. And she was like, I'm going to take another drink because this man, again, is oiled up in bed waiting for her. And so she's like, fuck. So then she... she Built up the courage, you know, some liquid courage. And she's like, okay, I'm going to kiss him and it's going to break the curse. So she does kiss him. And it says, like, he does, like, like a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, he yells, what did you do? Right. And he says it so loud that his guards could hear him. And then he's, like, starts seizing up. And she's like, oh, my God, he's going to die thinking it's the kiss, you know, because... The Prince of Hearts, his kisses are deadly. She's yeah. like, oh my God, he put blood on you know my on my lips. He basically and- feels like he tricked her. Mm-hmm. So Apollo starts seizing up and he basically dies. And she's like, you know, help, help, help. The guards come in. They automatically think it's her because, you know, he yelled at her prior to falling to the ground saying, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Um. So now she is... So, the first part of the prophecy was she would be covered in rose gold. The second was she would go from 
peasant to princess. Mm-hmm. And then the third part of the prophecy would be was something about she would be wrongly accused. And yeah. what she is wrongly accused of is um murdering him. murdering Apollo. At first she thinks he died. she re- Yeah, he died. And at first she really thought it was him, but then the more she thought about it, she was like, no, like the the clues that aren't adding up and what happened wasn't adding up. Mm-hmm. So now she's, you know, she had to run away from the castle and Jack helps her. Yeah. So um, they go to Lala's house to help and they're trying to figure out who is the person who wants Apollo dead. Yeah. So Jax is like, well, there's one person we can go to. Um, he's like the vampire king or something. Chaos. Chaos. I love that name. Yeah. She was. He was like, we have to go see Chaos because he would know. Mm-hmm. Um, because so Lala, mm-hmm. she knows what happened to the prince because she knows that he died because mm-hmm. it was her tears. Her tears because. She's um, after Apollo dies, she's she's crying mm-hmm. so much that it's not like normal cries. Right. Like she won't stop crying. Like, okay, Apollo died, but it was like hysterical. There's like cries. a whole scene on that. Yeah, like a whole freaking page of her just talking about how so much they she's know crying. that it's Lala who is the unwed bride or something like that. I think that's yes. what it's called, unwed. Yeah, it was something where no matter no matter who she falls in love with or who falls in love with her, they she would never get married. Yeah. Something will happen where it would never end in marriage or a happily ever after. Yeah. So she says, yes, it was her. Her tears. Who poisoned him, but it really wasn't because she didn't do that to no. him. No. She sold Someone her tears. must have bought her tears. Yeah. And the only other person who has her tears is chaos. chaos. So they were yeah. like, okay, we have to go, but chaos is a vampire and you know in his lair there's other mm-hmm. vampires so you know Jax was like don't look him in the eye don't basically don't touch anything like don't just, give him permission to right bite you basically. yeah mm-hmm. like don't touch him mm-hmm. don't look at him whatever he's gonna try and seduce you try and you know your best and not even two seconds from meeting this She's man like, she was mm-hmm. like mm. <laughs> it's like Fight me. <laughs> she, he, like, he literally told you, like, don't. Okay, so maybe she is a little dumb. Okay. No, right. <laughs> like, Yeah, she is. She was like, oh, but he's so alluring and all this other stuff. And, like, Jax basically was like, like, turned like, around and was like, oh. <laughs> and screaming in her brain, too, like, don't look at him. And she's like, huh? And looks at him. I. I could just imagine that. Eventually, it just gets me mad sometimes. So, Chaos is like, I don't know who bought the tears. Um, but somebody did. Right, but someone did. From his person. Yeah, but he's like, I don't know who it is. So, while they're there, they're like near like a balcony mm-hmm. or something. And there's humans there. And they're being bitten and put in cages. And what's happening is, it's like a new, like, group of vampires being made. Like, new assassins or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because he, he was assassin, and yeah, he has, like, a group of assassins and things. So, he was just like, um, you guys should stick around and see, like, my new vampires or whatever. And Jack was like, no, we're not. 
Because <laughs> she's going to get bit, and then I'm going to be fucking screwed, and I need her to help me open yeah. up these arches. So um, <laughs> they're trying to run out, and lo and behold, who do they run into? Fucking Luke. What the fuck? Her first love. He's up, chained up in the ceiling, yeah. and he's like, Evangeline, save me. Help me. He was like, Marisol was the one who... <laughs> That's so good. Marisol was the one who, like, um, bewitched me, and I love you, and please save me. I won't bite you. And she was like, okay, Luke, I'll save you. So what is Meanwhile, Jax is like, um, hello. No. Like, don't. Let's go. He's already been bitten. Mm-hmm. And she knows this. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, because he looks so much better. He doesn't have any of the markings of when he was attacked mm-hmm. by a wolf. So he was like, look, I look better. He was just like, you know, as soon as he, he was told that only vampire venom would save, you know, save him and help him. And it yeah. did. It essentially lifted whatever curse was on him or spell. Mm-hmm. He was like, I know it was Marisol. She was the one who did it. He was like, I always loved you. I promise I won't bite bite you. Just, you know, throw this dagger next to me and I'll do it myself and you can go. Um, so she does, even though Jax told her not to, but she still did it. And not even two seconds, he has the fucking cage open and he lunges to bite her. Yeah. And of course, Jax has to save her. Fucking Luke bites Jack, and now Jack is turning into a vampire, so now she has to save him. It's a hot mess. Idiot. But before, he, like, cracked Luke's neck for biting him. Oh, I know. I was like, this is a YA book. But he said that it didn't kill him, because in order to kill a vampire, you have to behead them or stab him in the heart. But he snapped his neck. his neck and so that like, they're oh, able to okay. run away yes and then she's noticed that jack's hair is turning back to his usual silver because for mm-hmm. some reason he kept dyeing it blue and he's looking more and more attractive and he's like kind of sluggish and like getting more warm yeah and she was like usually he's cold so he's like changing and she was like what's going on and he was like i got bit what do you think is happening <laughs> so he's turning into a vampire so she knew something about like in order to stop it, he had to stay away from the sun overnight. Yeah. So they wound up... And then he would be cured. Yeah. So they wound daylight. up going into, like, a tomb mausoleum. Yeah, as long as he didn't, like, bite anyone, anyone didn't do anything, just, Within like, that night. Yes. Mm-hmm. So as long as he doesn't bite or consume blood mm-hmm. within that night before dawn, then he can be cured and he yeah. won't turn into a vampire. So, basically, she tries to cage him in, um, and in order to distract him, she's like, oh, I heard a story or a rumor about you and Donatella. Let me know what happened. Why is it you guys don't get along? And he basically tells her that he kissed her and his heart started beating again because he had no beating heart. That's Mm -hmm. why he was the prince of broken hearts or whatever. So... Because of that, um, now he has a beating heart, and Donatella was upset that he even kissed her, and that's why they don't get along, and they don't like each other. Yeah, because, like, his whole thing is his curses. He's only got one true love. love. So if that one kiss happens, his curse is broken. Mm -hmm. So he was trying to find that one true love, but in her, he was actually trying to kill her. 
he was trying to kill Donatella, and then she found out what he was trying to do, even though he was like, oh, shit, my heart is beating right. now. She was mm-hmm. like, but wait, you tried to kill, kill me, me, so no, mm-hmm. this isn't going to work. Yeah, so even though the rumor, his his prophecy is basically like, your true love is the person who you can kiss and your heart starts beating again, yeah. and he's like... Well, I kissed her. She didn't die. And my heart is beating. So is that my mm-hmm. true love? He's like, it can't be. And then because of, you know, the vampire venom and stuff, he breaks out of the cage and it kind of gets steamy between those two. But then eventually, yeah, but eventually, you know, they break apart and mm-hmm. nothing happens. And essentially she saves him. Yeah, mm-hmm. she does. So he's still pretty sluggish and Mm -hmm. he's worn out from the the entire night so she walks him to the village or whatever yeah because he's like literally falling asleep on his feet so she's like i have to get you somewhere we have to get somewhere um away from people because now there's pamphlets everywhere saying that she's a murderer Mm -hmm. because at first the pam like the newspapers were saying oh she's missing help us um, the prince's brother is looking for her um, because, you know, Apollo died and then she went missing. So please right. help her. And then now, now all those, now they're claiming she's a murderer. And she's like, wait, I didn't murder anyone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, trying to stay, you know, out of the limelight. So she's trying to find where Lala lived, bring him back. But she can't find her house. Right. And then there's, like, a bell ringing to, like, a particular, like, door or building. And so she goes in with Mm -hmm. him, and he falls asleep on the couch. And um, there is where she finds, like, different... The books again. Yeah. Um, Books from, like, the stories when she was younger. Like, mm -hmm. multiple copies. Mm -hmm. And then she goes to a desk, and then she sees that there's a letter from her... And she realizes that it's to Jack's. Mm-hmm. And then she looks at everything else and realizes that that's Jack's house. House, yeah. So there's, like, a whole, like, story behind those bells that Celise just mentioned mm-hmm. throughout the whole story. So it was more like the bells were kind of calling to them. Right. And it was calling to him because it felt Jack's nearby. So she knew that that's where she had to go. Right. Um. So this is kind of where she sees a spell book and she learns that she can make a spell Mm -hmm. she sees um one of those like little newsletter things that says now the prince's brother tiberius is marrying marisol Marisol. (laughs) so she's like holy shit she's lied to me this entire time so i need to make sure that she didn't put a spell on Tiberius, a love spell. Mm -hmm. So she's, like, looking through all these spell books, and she wants to make an antidote to a love spell, thinking that Tiberius is cursed. And the side effect to those love spells is, um, like, a truth serum. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So she makes this love spell, and... Um, Apollo, or not Apollo, Jax is still sleeping. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I guess I'm going to go then by myself. By myself. So she heads off to this castle, mm-hmm. goes to find um, Tiberius' room, mm-hmm. and she puts the uh, potion or whatever into um, what's a that? vial kind of thing. Like the Fortuna's the, um, water or something. Yes, because I, I feel like the jars are like 
spellbound. Mm -hmm. So when you see the jar, you get really curious, and then it makes you want to drink it. Yeah, it like calls to it you. It calls to you. So she made sure to put the the truth serum or like the spell like uh, it's a, it was like the antidote to a love spell right it was supposed to be the antidote to the love spell mm -hmm. but if you make it too too strong it can yeah. it can make you tell the truth and you can't tell lies right so um she put the vial in his bedroom and she was like okay i have to stick around somewhere close to make sure he's the one who takes it And then because she knows like Marisol isn't the person she says she is. Yeah. So of course she puts it in the room on her way out. Who does she run into? Her bitch ass cousin. Sister. Sister. really was Evangeline's room. Yeah, she just moves right in. She moves right in. Yeah. So she was like, oh, come into here. You know, mm -hmm. the guards are looking for you. She was like, I'm so sorry this is happening to you. I can't believe it. And they kind of have like this heart-to-heart -heart moment where Marisol kinds of opens up to her about Luke and actually, you know, being jealous of Evangeline yeah. And, in, and, you know, being jealous of Luke being in love with her and how she yeah. tricked him into falling in love with her and did put a spell on him, but she didn't think it would be, like, that strong. And she thought she was the reason why um, her wedding went the way it was. And then that's when Evangeline thinks it's a good idea to open up and be like, oh, no, it wasn't your fault. It was actually mm -hmm. my fault Dummy. because I spoke to the Prince of Hearts and you know, set up this bargain with him and this is what happened and this bitch Evangeline, I mean, Marisol switched up on her so fast yeah. and was like, it's your fault I'm called the cursed bride and all this shit was happening to me. She was like, guards! Yep. <laughs> She called them, they came right in mm -hmm. and they grabbed her and then Tiberius showed up mm -hmm. and she felt like The way, because Marisol told Evangeline that she didn't give Tiberius a love potion. A potion, no. She was like, no, I didn't. Mm -hmm. That's it. So Evangeline was like, okay, so I believe you. Mm -hmm. But when he came in, he was like, are you okay, my love? Blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. So she was like, wait, no. He definitely looks like he's Someone under a spell. spell. Yeah. Um, but then he's like put her in my rooms mm -hmm. and Marisol's like, but don't you want her I in the dungeon? Yeah. And he was like, no, I want her in my room. Mm -hmm. So they bring um, her to the room and this is kind of where she's, he ties her up, mm -hmm. first of all, and he ends up looking at the potion and he's like, oh, I hate this shit. Mm -hmm. And he was about to throw it in the fireplace. <laughs> and then he starts drinking I it. Because it called to him. Yeah, it called to right? him. Mm -hmm. So he drank it and she feels like it's not working. Mm -hmm. But then the whole side effect thing. Yeah. Because the love potion or whatever didn't work or she couldn't tell if it didn't work. Mm -hmm. So it turned into a true serum. Mm -hmm. So that's when the guards came in. She convinced him not to kill her. Right. She was like, your brother wouldn't want this. Don't kill me. Have someone else do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? So the guards came in, and he was like, you need to kill her or whatever. And She's the one who tried to kill, but she could. he could never finish the sentence. Yes. 
of, you know, saying, oh, she's the one who killed my brother because mm -hmm. he knew that was a lie. Right. And because of the truth serum, he couldn't tell a lie. Yeah, because she he, was like, you need to say what my crimes are before Right, they tell kill me what me. my crimes they're are. they're actual guards. Like, mm -hmm. they're not just going to kill me. Right. So he couldn't. And then finally, he's so distraught, distraught and he confesses to being the one who actually killed right. who killed his brother but he didn't want to kill his brother he was trying to kill evangeline because he heard that the potion that he had was only deadly to you know females mm -hmm. so he was just like you know you were supposed to drink it it wasn't supposed to you know have any effect on my brother i don't understand so the guards wind up taking tiberius away and then unchain evangeline yeah. and they're like you know apologizing to her and technically evangeline was married to apollo who was king so now she's a princess mm -hmm. or basically a queen, queen yeah um, so Tiberius is taken away. We don't know what happened to Marisol. No, I didn't really um, say. So now the king's guards and things are the ones who are like protecting her. Mm -hmm. And she's like, she's wondering where Jack is. Um, because he never came, he to, never see came to see her. She was like, is he still sleeping? So she was on her way to go and check on him. When the king's guard, especially the king guard of Apollo, like his main guard was yeah. like, oh, um, there's a man here to see you. Can you please come follow me? Mm -hmm. um, so she was like, oh, okay, you know, I'll meet him. And she's thinking is is um, Jax, in my opinion. I think she thought it was Jax yeah. that was waiting for her. Because then eventually he like went through like the little her, mind. Her mind thing. He was like, oh, um wait for me or something and yeah. she was like oh i'll meet up with you and he was like no wait for me and she was and but to herself she was like oh i'm just gonna you know meet up with him so she's following the king's guard and they were supposed to go into like the sitting room of where you know you call on people to meet mm -hmm. or whatever and she's been through the castle before and she was like we're going somewhere different and the king's guard is like oh we're taking a detour and she she felt like it was kind of sketchy. And she was like, mm, I don't know if I want to follow you. <laughs> and they're like, no, please follow us. And she's noticing that, like, the voice to, to Jack is mm -hmm. kind of, like, fading away. And so she's like, okay, this is kind of weird. And they're like, they, they mentioned that Apollo is still alive. Yeah. And she was like, wait, I saw him die. And they're like, no, he's still alive. Follow us. It was... The king's guard and a woman. It was a woman that they had called upon before right. all of this happened mm -hmm. and after Apollo died. Mm -hmm. So they went to like this little trap door somewhere in the castle mm -hmm. and down into some kind of dungeon area. And she sees Apollo's body. So he's still alive. Mm -hmm. He's unconscious. He's not waking up. But he's in a state of in-between or yes. something like that mm -hmm. where... If he doesn't wake up, he'll stay like this forever, never age, uh, aging, and just, like, his heart rate is super, is super, super low, and they don't understand how he's still alive, and the only reason why they know he's alive was because the woman that was there, she's the keeper of secrets mm -hmm. when you die, so whenever you die, there's always a secret left behind, so 
they were going to use her to see how he died or who killed him. Yeah. And when she showed up, he had no secrets. And she was like, everyone has secrets. So she was like, he must still be alive. And that's how they found out he was still alive. Mm -hmm. So during this moment, while she's looking at Apollo's, you know, in-between body or whatever state, she's putting all these pieces together that make jack super suspicious especially when it comes to the prophecy yeah she's like did he manipulate so many other people just for her to reach this moment mm -hmm. because the prophecy has been happening each step of the way first she's the she would be covered in rose gold that's happened she has rose gold here she will uh, be a peasant to princess. Mm -hmm. She wound up being poor, became a princess, and now basically like a queen in my opinion. Yeah. The next one was that she would be wrongfully accused. She was wrongfully accused of murder. That happened. Yeah. The very last part of the prophecy was that she would willingly give up blood or something like yeah. that. So she's looking at Apollo and she believes, I'm assuming that she can wake him up with her blood. With Jax. With Jax. Jax blood. would be the only one to know how to wake him up. Mm -hmm. Because all of the pieces that she put together were all kind of connected to Jax. So mm -hmm. she was like, he would be the only one that would be able to wake him up. He's mm -hmm. the one who caused all of this. Mm -hmm. Of course, the asshole. That he is, mm -hmm. he knew that she would want to save him by she giving up her, her blood, blood to mm -hmm. open one of the Valerie arches. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I'm not going to give into that. I'm going to find my own way mm -hmm. of saving Apollo because just now I was able to make a potion. She's like, I don't need him to help me. I can get into the Valor's room, that door, because she's been able to open up doors and had this, like, gift of opening doors. So she was like, I know how I can get into that room. And it kind of leaves us on that cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. And the very last chapter is basically saying that the door that hasn't been opened in years slowly creaks open and that the wolf like mon mon monogram yeah smiles or something yeah. and that's how it ends so that's is it ends. her is it her that goes mm -hmm. into into the you know into that room right we could only assume yes right mm -hmm. because she she thought of, so she was the one who thought about it and she was like i know how to open that fucking door right she's been able to open any door. any door anytime she's given blood yeah and asked them to open mm -hmm. it's done it but isn't that willingly giving blood it is but that's not the arch mm -hmm. that's, the, that's door the door in the library mm -hmm. for the valors so Going back to um, why I think the fates were were able to like they come disappeared out and came and out. then yeah. came back. One maybe um, her turning into stone suppressed her her door opening capabilities. Okay. Maybe because of her hidden powers that she because she obviously Cause we has still powers. Don't know what 
It is. Maybe it suppressed that kind of like lock that she had by turning into stone. And then mm-hmm. that was that freeing moment where they were able to get out. Because Jax, it was it was a weird situation where Jack had asked her, how did you get in? Did you have a key? And she yes. said, no. So I in just the very asked, beginning, yeah, like she when was she like, went to go see him. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, I just asked. For it to open. She said, I said, please, or something like that. Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm. So after they made that bet, he kind of, like, walked out. Right. And I think he was trapped in there that Mm -hmm. whole time. And she opened that kind of gateway. Right. So her opening up that door probably opened everyone else's. Because they said that he was a tattered mess when she first walked in. Yeah, he was talking to himself and laughing. He was talking to himself. He was going mad in there. Mm-hmm. So he was trapped in there, essentially. And then here she walks in. She was like, oh, here's this crazy dude just in the corner fucking cutting him, like, yeah. scratching at himself. That's why, crazy. like, when I first started reading this book, I was like, oh, this is very Cinderella-like. And then mm-hmm. I was like, this is super Alice in Wonderland-type yeah. mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. So he was going crazy, and then she was like, oh, you know, asking, you know, the prince for help. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, he's like, fine. Yeah. And then he was like, and then after he was like, wait, how did you even get in here? And then he was like, hmm. And then he yeah. just walked out the door. So either, you know, her opening his door opened everyone else's door, but and then, or... Her powers were suppressed while she was in stone, and that was how everybody got out. So hmm. interesting. Hopefully, in book two, we find out. I know you read the ebook, right? Yeah, I read the ebook. Okay, so I'm gonna need you to look at that blog, not to read it, just to look at it, and I'll like talk about it a little bit. Okay. But I just want you to look at it. You could open. Yeah, it. because the ebook didn't have it. I'm sure it didn't, because that's Why? a Barnes and Noble exclusive. Oh. So in the epilogue. It takes you back a hundred years. Back. Back. Okay. Yes. And it, it doesn't really spoil anything. It just talks about how there's a tavern. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot of blocked out letters and words. So if you see it. In it, which is super interesting. I've never seen that in a book before. There's like a lot of like blocked out sentences. Yeah, that's crazy. So it basically talks about this tavern where this own the owner of the tavern tavern and like the a map maker get into like this little fight. Mm-hmm. So from then on, after those hundred years, the map maker left the tavern out of all the maps. So every time they created a new map, like bigger worlds, mm-hmm. they left that tavern out of there. So eventually that tavern became known as the tavern always pulled from maps, which I thought was kind of cute. The tavern always, always pulled. pulled from maps. Yeah. So there's a bell inside this tavern, mm-hmm. a copper bell mm-hmm. that keeps the secrets told in the tavern. And a part of that epilogue is that Apollo and someone else and... I assume it's Apollo because the um, the bell is saying the person was eating an apple. And in the whole story, Apollo is the one eating an apple. You mean Jack. Jax. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Jax is the one eating an apple. Right. So I assume it's Jax talking to someone. And he says something like, I don't want you to turn her into a vampire. 
After that's done, I don't care if you spill her blood or bathe in it. Until then, and then it blacks out. So, that is the epilogue for Barnes & Noble. I know. Interesting. It's hard to read because a lot of it is it's blacked, blacked out. out. Yeah. I can't. Oh, you really, that like, that's like the most important part that I got out of it, that mm-hmm. uh, um, Jax is talking to somebody. Someone. But yeah. you don't know who he's talking to or who he's specifically talking about. Oh. Yeah. And the bell says that it's, he he sounds like he's eating an apple or a potato. So mm-hmm. you know it's an apple. It's an apple. Yeah. Jax eats apples throughout the whole book. Ah! Where's that? Ah. I can't, I can't wait, wait for book two. This, I know. That, it's this, coming out like mm-hmm. soon, 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 soon. soon. Um, <laughs> wow. But yeah. this was a really good book. Like, mm-hmm. I devoured it. I yeah. love the characters. I loved, like, thinking I knew what was happening, but really didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to believe the prince. I want to believe he's a good person. And I, I think she's wrong in her assumptions about him. I think there might be truths. So maybe he was manipulating her in some kind of way to get her to this point. But I don't think it was because of ill intentions. Mm-hmm. I think overall what he's trying to do is for the betterment of everyone. But he's going about it wrong. Yeah. I don't know if it's for the better of everyone. Or for him. But I fucking love him. I do like him a lot. He is my favorite character. Yeah. He's, I, I really liked how like. I don't know, like, shitty he is. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's pretty much the only one that's like that, other than Tiberius. Mm-hmm. But I felt like, honestly, like, the the rest of the characters I didn't really connect with. Mm-hmm. They were just characters. Mm-hmm. The Prince of Hearts, Jax, I did. Yeah. I really liked I him. him. Um, this, was, this was definitely a good read. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, I hope you guys dive into it. Yeah. Um, tell us your theories. What do you think will happen in book two? What questions do you have that you want answered? Because I don't know. I really don't know. This is a good book where it left me like really not really know what was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I like. Yeah. I like the suspense of it. I like the not knowing. I, it's not something that you, you can. Oh, you can't I, predict it. You can't predict no. it. So. There was no predicting it. It was super magical. The world building was mm-hmm. freaking amazing. Yeah. I loved it. It was really good. I can't wait for book two. Yay! All right, so that was uh, episode two of season two. Mm -hmm. Um, We hope you enjoyed our craziness of how we explained this book, how we, what we thought about it. it was organized enough. Um, We're not organized, let's be real. We go crazy. But um, we really love this book. We hope you, you know... Dive into it. Get book two when you can. Read it when you can. Um, because we're definitely gonna get it. We're definitely gonna read it. it. Um, yeah. But yeah, this was yeah. a fun I'm little excited. episode. Yeah. Can't wait to hear what you all think. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, um, like and subscribe to mm-hmm. our YouTube. Um, follow us on Instagram and keep looking out for our episodes. Bye. Bye.